Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. All right, with us right now, we've got Jeffrey Gum. Jeff, you are the founder of Sunga Life, which is a clothing brand. Well, it's a Brazilian swim, Brazilian swimwear line, and it's themed with patriotism and freedom. So well, first off, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. It's awesome being interviewed by a fellow Navy vet. So that's very exciting today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, yep. All right. So for someone who doesn't know, explain Brazilian swimwear. What does that mean? So I was actually down in Brazil with the Gracie family. I trained jujitsu for a long time and I'm down there and I saw everybody wearing this uh, Brazilian swimmer called Sungas. And I thought they just, they just looked amazing, super comfortable. Uh, They're almost like a hybrid between shorts and a Speedo. Mm-hmm. And then after experiencing them, I'd say they have the benefits of both and none of the weaknesses. You get better suntans, they dry off super fast. And so I was talking to a Brazilian girl. I was like, oh, I think I want to get some of these sungas. They seem really cool. And she goes, oh, I think they're so sexy on men. And I'm like, mm-hmm. all right. So I went and bought, bought a bunch of them and started wearing them all over and just had kind of the best experiences, super comfortable. And uh, I just felt really free as it was. And then I'm like, you know what, this is, I want to share this with the rest of the U.S. because I feel like they're Mm -hmm. missing out. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so clearly like men's swimwear. um, Now, uh, obviously there's the Sungas, which are a little bit more, you know, they're, they're, you know, they're they're definitely going to show off a little bit more uh, of the uh, upper thigh or whatever. Uh, and, And, but you're absolutely right. Like most men's, like if you're just getting uh, like swimming trunks, right? They're just the most horrible fabric. It's they then, generally never go, fit very well. Wet, then you go, you get wet, and you're just walking around in a soggy pair of shorts, and nobody yeah. to do that. Kind of what they do in Brazil. They wear so they. It's a lot of beach towns, Rio de Janeiro. Everyone just wears board shorts throughout the day, so you don't want to be at the beach getting sandy, be getting wet. Mm-hmm. And then be wearing these same shorts throughout the day. So a lot of times they'll have sungas on underneath. Then they'll take the board shorts off. They'll get in the water. They'll get that better sun. They'll dry off real fast. Yeah. And then, then they'll get the board shorts back on and and uh, doesn't get much better. Yeah, I, I seriously, I don't know what's so, I, I don't understand what's wrong with uh, swimwear uh, for, for men in the United States, but it's then, terrible. <laughs> once I started uh, showing it to all my friends, some of them were a little bit skeptical at first, but they're like, all right, I'll try it. I'll support you. And then they're like, these are the best things ever. I can't believe yeah. I've been wearing board shorts all my life. You can swim way, way better. Like go and I'll swim with dolphins or sea turtles and I'm just feel so free and streamlined. Like yeah. Blowing me down. So I never wear conventional swim, uh, you know, swim bottoms, right? I, I, uh, yeah, I don't even know what to call them, right? I, I usually just wear like my running shorts because it's at least yeah. a little bit better uh, than this. Like, but, all right, so you're, uh, go ahead. So it, it, again, it, so the fabric is a little bit different. Yeah, it's, it's uh, Lycra. 
Yeah. So it's almost what like Lululemon pants would be, but a real, real like drying or even like bikini, bikini material or, and, but all like sublimated. I created my own camo pattern called mm-hmm. the Naked Warrior Camo that pays homage to the original frogmen, the UDT that were clearing the beaches in Normandy and Iwo Jima. And mm. I put little tridents in it and everything in like a subtle way to kind of pay, pay respects to them. Um, yeah. Okay. So when did you come up with this? How long ago was this that you came up with the idea? So I was down in Brazil probably almost five years ago and, and I just started wearing them all over. And then I was like, I was starting to transition out of the Navy. I was, uh, I was teaching combatives for the SEAL teams at the time. And I was looking, I'd always been drawn to entrepreneurship and I was like, Oh, I think I want to create a company, create the first American Sunga company and make mm. it based on based on freedom and and share share that and so i ended up creating my first uh, minimally viable product it was two different sungas one was a shark and diver sunga from when i went uh, free diving with ocean ramsey and in, in hawaii she she uh, has like does all this conservation and shark conservation and fell in love with sharks and then created the loudmouth patriot design as well which is kind of an American flag mouth where he's just a uh, just real patriotic and created those two and uh, started selling them but things were slower I didn't have powerful social media at the time we're not even hardly supposed to have social media in the SEAL teams yeah so, so uh, you know it couldn't but I had I had some friends who were who were influencers or doing whether it was jujitsu or whatever and just started having friends where it and then started creating other products that go along with the brand, created the Patriot Shades, which has, it was polarized and floating bamboo sunglasses that had the laser engraved stars and stripes on the side mm. and had different headbands that went with it. And sometimes if you're only wearing a Sunga, you need something to carry your stuff. So I had some funny Baywatch BAE uh, fanny packs and then uh, started creating silkies and board shorts and my own camo patterns and and uh, just went from there and just yeah. kept going. All right. So uh, how did you break out? Like how did uh, so it sounded like it was real, like you kind of looked around. You're like, well, this person I do have a friend. They've got a few. You know, they got a decent audience on social. Sounded like you had a few people that you knew like that. That probably helped. And it was it was kind of perfect for bootstrapping at the same time yeah. because I just basically self funded the company with. Uh, my bonus I received in, in, in Iraq in 2010, 2011, I re-enlisted. I got a $60,000 bonus while I was in Fallujah. Mm-hmm. And then I had invested that and I used part of that to uh, fund, fund the company in the beginning. Wow. And I didn't have a ton of money to be doing all this advertising or even paying people. But uh, I just kind of leveraged the relationships I had developed for, with different jujitsu or MMA friends or veteran influencers Mm -hmm. and would just give away product. They would, uh, they would, they would wear it. Then I would, I would feature them on my page and it started, it started growing. Then I, then I um, had different veteran, veteran uh, friends who are girls as well. And they would be just be wearing their own kind of bikinis with it and have the headbands or have the fanny packs. And I saw the engagement was kind of higher with them. Uh, Fancy that. (laughs) <laughs> I would have known people like bikinis so much, yeah. but uh, but 
they, yeah. So I just started, um, I was like, you know what? I need to make bikinis now. And, and I already have all these unique patterns and, and just kind of made the typical triangle bikini and a string bikini and, and started featuring my own patterns with that. Cause a lot of girls were actually reaching out. I love your patterns. They're so cool. Flamingos and peacocks and camo. I love them all. I wish I had a bikini like that. Um, and then, then in like four months, my social media doubled almost up to like a hundred thousand. Sheesh. So, so, uh, and then my girlfriend, she had about 2000 followers at the time and I made her the face <laughs> of it. And then a year later she had a hundred thousand and then, and then two oh months after that, now she has 205,000. So that's unreal. Yeah. So look at that. Sunga life. Uh, it's so it's Sunga dot life on Instagram. You have nearly a hundred thousand followers. <laughs> yeah. Let me check out some of the engagement. Yep. Yep. Wow. <laughs> People like people like bikinis. All right, all right. So um, let's say that someone's starting their own clothing line. Someone's starting their own kind of consumer product line. Like, what are the what do the conversations sound like when you're talking with someone that has a decent social media audience? Um, are, how do you how do you get them to uh, promote something and not want to charge you like five ten grand for that? Yes, yeah, so you don't have it. It's at, at, in the beginning, it was it was leveraging my my relationships with them. It would yeah. be warm introductions, uh, like my friend Artemis. He's a he's a like he's a bodybuilder and yeah. has almost six hundred thousand. And my friend Nick Santastaso, he was friends with my friend Kyle, uh, and we we met and I gave I gave him some of my stuff. He just started wearing it. He loved it. He he introduced me to Artemis. We just went out had a dinner together. I was showing Artemis. He's like, oh man, this is so cool. I wanna. I want to wear all your stuff. Um, it's perfect. It's perfect for bodybuilding and everything. So I gave him a bunch of stuff. And then at this point, it's an asset in itself too. Oh he, yeah. He's, you know, definitely much bigger, but I have a hundred thousand myself. So every time I see, I see people who had been following me who had more of the military connection and followed it because of that. Now they're uh-huh. following Artemis. And then I got tons of the bodybuilder and guys who are real fit following him all coming over to my, to my side as well. So it's all, you know, a thing where we're stronger, stronger together. And, and so, it's yeah, pretty- I found a picture of Artemis here on your Instagram. Yeah. He's pretty, he's pretty big. <laughs> That's great. Um, so uh, then I would imagine, do you do paid advertising? So I just started uh, maybe six weeks ago and it, and it's been, it's been great. I'm having maybe at this point, ten dollars for a purchase for a purchase cost. My average purchase is between seventy-five and eighty dollars. So there's some really solid ROI on that. And then the thing that's great with that is the lookalike audiences. So you can basically scale it up as high as you want. I'm doing about seventy dollars right now, mm-hmm. and a lot of my a lot of my sales still come from Google or SEO, and just social media, which is, which is free. And I'm doing at this point between like a thousand to 1300 in sales a day of yeah. this one. And, but, uh, as I'm just wait, gonna, say that again, wait, I, how much, how much are you doing today? A thousand to 1300 a day. Congratulations. That's great. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's probably up 
almost two, almost double from, from a month before. And, and I'd say probably even some of that isn't, isn't necessarily tracked. It's probably even more that are coming over from Facebook because yeah. people might see it on their phone or Instagram and then they go to their desktop to buy it just because it can be a little easier to check out sometimes. Uh-huh. So, or, or yeah. And big thing I did too, I started pushing way more to my website. I, I was selling last summer. It was more Amazon. I probably was up 10, 10 to 12,000 on Amazon a month. Oh, no kidding. And maybe 8,000 on my website. Uh-huh. But Which is better for you. Website is 100 times better because it's almost all revenue and yeah. profit. Amazon for me was kind of a profit destroyer as mm-hmm. well as people would return stuff that wouldn't even be my product. And I was having major issues with that. Oh, no. So I'm keeping my product on Amazon, a few of my best sellers. But yeah. for the most part, pulling, pulling off of there. Now that I, I also knew that Amazon was cannibalizing my website sales. So people were finding the product on social media or through other influencers. Yeah. Checking out my website, then going to Amazon, seeing it was kind of a little easier to buy through just because Amazon, they have all your information and yeah. then buy it through there. And then my margin would just get kind of destroyed when they mm. would have purchased it through my website. So now I only have a few of my best sellers on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And then, and then uh, so I still get organic sales through there, but for the most part, it's, um, it's coming through my website, which is That's true. Great. Revenue. And because Amazon, they take all their fees before they even send you the money. So you mm. might have $1,000 in sales on Amazon and your revenue from that will be six or $600. Ouch. Or Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so do you mind sharing a little bit about like how you work with influencers today? Like what, what does those, what do those conversations sound like? Re- yeah, really today it's, um, it's I've kind of made my brand an asset at a, at the same time. So, and and it's kind of a really like if you can kind of pick a product that you're going to go for, it can be a, it can be a random product that when an influencer is going to use it, it's obviously this is an ad. Like oh, this is my favorite soda I'm going to drink. It's obviously an ad. But if they're there doing what they do anyway in a bikini or a cool mm-hmm. pair of shorts, it's just super natural for them. It doesn't feel like an ad. Yeah, right. An asset at the same time. Plus, they're representing a for for me. They're representing a a brand that stands for freedom, uh, support supports other veteran foundations, yeah. and is super unique with all the unique peacock and flamingo and camo patterns and everything. So it's not. And so that, that was kind of a strategy I, I had. I, I want to create, and it makes it super authentic for, for me at the same time. I basically mm-hmm. have just been creating things I wanted all along mm-hmm. and not necessarily looking for the thing that is going to, you know, sell, sell, sell best. I don't know. Or it might be the easiest market to penetrate. Mm-hmm. Trying to change the whole swimmer industry in the U.S. might not necessarily be the easiest thing to do. but. Uh, but it's what I was passionate about and was super authentic for me. And I just started creating things I wanted and, uh, and people 
it really resonated with a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the uh, the arrangement that you'll typically do with an influencer. Um, I mean, it's wonderful when you don't have to spend a whole lot of money. So I think you have a few advantages in that, like, listen, this isn't just clothes you can buy at Walmart or whatever. I mean, we're, we're part of something a little bit bigger. Like, you know, this is a movement. Um, so what's, what's that term? Um, uh, gosh, I'm not thinking of what it is, but you know, when, you know, there's value purpose, you've got a mission behind what you do. It's cause marketing. That's what it is. Um, like you've got a cause to what you do. So it's a lot easier to find if you can find people who share your cause, uh, and they happen to have an audience as well. Like if they believe in what you're doing, man, that's a really, really great way to create a great win-win together. And, and it's been amazing. I've found some of my best friends through social media now. I had amazing friends already kind of, but then my, my friend Rudy Reyes, who is a founder of the Forest Blue Team, uh, he, was a, he was a recon scout sniper Marine. He had been hunting bin Laden right after 9-11. He was the first recon Marine unit into Baghdad. He was one of the snipers for Delta, like covering Delta Force at Blackwater Bridge in Fallujah. And then he got out of the Marines and starred as himself on the HBO show Generation Kill. He did some oh. contracting for a while after that. And then he felt he didn't have as much of a purpose anymore and he was in a dark place mm. but then he was diving and he saw the coral reef and saw the coral reefs were being destroyed and he and he found a new purpose he's like i want to fight for this coral reef the way i had been fighting for you know freedom and all these people that can't that can't defend themselves in these mm. other countries so then he started uh diving and created a whole team of people who were saving the coral reef, working with scientists and researchers, triaging the reef and bringing it back, creating these farms. uh, And now is funded by the state of Florida because it's an $8 billion industry in Florida, people going and diving on these reefs and they're being decimated down there. So, and now he, he had seen Sunga life and thought it was amazing and reached out to me. And then we went and did a workout and became basically best friends. And then now, um, I'm part of the force blue team and the team is diving in my swimwear, just like they were fighting, they were fighting overseas wearing camo. Now they're fighting wearing the naked warrior camo as they're saving the reefs. You people don't realize these coral reefs make over 50% of our oxygen. They make up like 0.02% of the ocean floor and mm-hmm. they, they or literally anyone can Google it right now, over 50% of our oxygen comes from the coral reefs. And they, if we don't do anything, they could be destroyed by the year 2050. Yikes. And, uh, and so it's yeah. pretty amazing. Uh, and then the Adaptive Training Foundation, which Dave, Dave Vibora is the founder of, and he was an NFL linebacker that started training spinal cord injury and amputee mm. veterans out of Dallas, Texas. And I went out and... Uh, taught some adaptive combative seminars with my friend Kyle Maynard and we were teaching the guys how to defend yourselves if anyone try, tries to attack you and and then uh gave gave them a bunch of the silkies and everything with the with the <laughs> ATF logo on it and all that so pretty so try to connect with as many like amazing foundations as as possible I love it all right well Jeff Gum you're the founder of Sunga 
and you're on the web at sungalife.com. That's S-U-N-G-A life.com. Uh, I'll just say right now, uh, if you're listening to us, you go to sungalife.com, you'll probably enjoy the the Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of joking. You got some pretty unattractive people that uh, flock to your product. <laughs> yeah, um, but Jeff, this is wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for the causes that you support. Um, it definitely just builds a, just a really attractive brand uh, because of all the things that, uh, that, that you support and the people that you affiliate with that are all about making the world better. So thank you so much for joining us. I, I really, really appreciate it. Thank, thank you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, I've been very fortunate. I kind of, the way I set my company up is that it's been thriving in an uncertain environment like this because of uh, kind of setting it up to rely on the technology and being remote as it was. So all of a sudden, when this, when this happened, then it, was a, it didn't slow down. It actually picked up. So Brilliant. Thanks I, so much, Jeff. Yeah. Awesome. Have a great day. Okay, you too. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, Tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.